Hey, welcome back to another episode from Life on Living One. My name is Richard, and the topic I have for you this week is different to any topic that I've presented so far on this platform. This week, I'm looking out. I call the topic our words and what I wanted to do with this particular topic is to evaluate what I've observed from other people and with myself and what I've done research about like as we as an individual or as a woman race we have a two words so I call the topic of this podcast our words so we have a two words and how these two words is function in our life determine our sense of self and how pleasant emotions we feel in our life for certain period of time so i break it down that as we have a day and night we also have a two hands we have a two eyes unfortunately some people don't have any eyes or they have one but where i'm going this morning or this week is more about how one word if we overly invest in it could cause damage or pain in another world we have to find the balance between these two worlds so our physical world is the world that most people only know as a world we also have our internal world so which is our emotional world and which most people is either they swim in it that is screwed up their life big time because they are past sensitive and overreacting to what they feel inside based on what they perceive outside or some people become robots where they shut it down completely and they only stay in their head so everyone are finding one way or the other to want to cope but we do not need to go to these extremes before we can find our fault in the middle so how does the physical world look like and how why we need to find the balance in our physical world so that we don't suffer a lot in our internal world so our physical world we only have less than 10 percent of control of it but a lot of people put their 90 percent on today and time and time the nature shows us that we are also a part of cosmos we are also part of the nature we have no dominant or control over another nature we are just a custodian or partnership and then our internal world where fortunately not everyone have walked or wanted to go in to familiarize themselves as they familiarize themselves to their physical world to know what they like why they like it and what you don't like how they react 
what made them react, what triggered them. So our greatest strength lies how we navigate the worlds we currently live in. The physical world and our internal world. We go in, we come in. We go in, we come in. So our physical world is our external world. And this is the world a lot of people know as a world. Which is true because the material world is a world that you can feel and touch. But there's another world. And this world is so rich and is so bottomless. It has no limit. You can't really describe it. When you ask somebody, who are you? They tell you the job that they do. Oh, I am a doctor. They don't really know or tell you exactly who they are. They tell you the title of the job, where the society have cultivated them to train for nine years and become with the title, came out with the title. Or I am a teacher. So what you are, who you are, is so deep that just put a one single label into it. So let's firstly look into our external world. Our external world is a world where there is other people, there is being, there is animal, there is bacteria, there is a virus, there is a wind. There's so many things there. Also, in the external world, there's also a chance of having, forming, creating relationship. Having family or not having family, belong to a family, having a sister, having a brother, having a children, or having a husband or having a partner. The people you work with or people that work with you. The businesses that you created or the businesses that you work in. The money that you earn every month or the money that you make every day. The money that you have in the savings or the money that you have in investment. The car you drove, the title you have, based on how well you've done for yourself academically or career-wise. The position that you attain. These are external awards. And this is good, but the problem comes when we overly invest in our external world and we ignore our internal world. So let's look at our internal world. So what I've seen and I've come to clarify, identify and evaluate as internal world is more how we feel. When we feel happy, it's not the outside, it's the inside of us that feel it. When we feel joyful, it's not the outside, it's the inside of us that feel it. We perceive an event, our mind put the meaning to it, and it creates some kind of chemical in our brain, in our body, and we feel the joy. It's inside, not the outside. Happiness, anger, fear, Jealousy, envy, sadness, be content, be peaceful, calmness, even vengeance. These are the things part of our internal world. 
these are these emotion, this mood, this behavior is something within us, not the outside. The outside might trigger it, but the inside world, we if we are not familiar to it, if we are not understood it, if we are not feel comfortable with it as we feel comfortable with the physical world, we're going to be in balance and feel complacent most of the time. So deep down, all people want internal world and experience more pleasant of their internal world. Most people want to be happy, so they do different things to look for the happiness outside. Most people looking for a work, they find a job, they give up looking for a work. So I'm going to try and bring a little story and it's a very profound story if you try to see what the story is trying to tell. There was a man that showed how to balance these two worlds very well. In a very long, long time ago, in a land called Yu, there was a great and very wealthy man and very rich man. And there was a king that protected him and gave him, allowed him to maximize his resources. He was so rich that he has a lot of people working for him. He, he has 10 children, three are boys and no, three are girls and seven are boys. And he has a lot of houses. He has a lot of uh, people that work for him. Those that work in his businesses and those that work in this house. And he has houses all over the places. There is no person in the land of you that has rich as this man. So according to the scriptures, say one day there is a there is a great assembly that together and all the agent of God appears in front of this king, great king. And the king asks one of the agent, which agent was an accuser of everyone. And the king asked him, Oh, you are here, I swear. Yes. Have you seen my subject? And the agent said, Yes, I've seen him. He's only serving you because his outside world was so great. He wants to have children, he has 10 of them. He wants to have wife, he had wife. He wants to have businesses, he has businesses. He wants to have investment, he has investment. He was so rich that because you protect him, because you give him the wealth, that's the reason why he's obey you. Like, this is a very easy why this agent was accusing this fellow like this. Because most people, when they focus on achieving something in the outside world, they become something else. Like, is that they overly dedicated, overly loyal to person that they think can help them to improve their career? So they 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 make themselves more dedicated to that person, and they do things 
in order to make themselves also benefit from me. So it's understanding. So the king said, okay, let's prove your accusation of this guy. I strongly believe that this individual are not only be honest, only be fair, only be upright because of the external world. His internal world is so rich, but the accuser can only touch his external world. He can never touch his internal world when he has done the work. Because the external world, everyone has less than 10% of control of it, but it's the only thing that we tend to pretend that we are in control. And the nature's time and time only shows that we have no control of outside of us. How you say things and how people interpret it, you have no control of it. Whether people like you or they don't like you, you have no control of it. You have control the interpretation you are uh, you put to it. So the accuser left the great king, and he went one by one. He started touching what this great rich man have. So his name, according to scriptures, called Job. So this man lost one day, lost everything, everything. He lost 10 children in one day. A house, a great wind came and it's like earthquake shook. And while they're having lunch or dinner or festival or celebrating, the whole house collapsed and killed all these children. One of his servants escaped and ran to him and said to him, Masters, calamities happen. All your children is dead in, a, in an accident. As soon as he finished, another one ran over and said, Look, we're being attacked and all the ships, animals have been killed. And one by one, one by one, all the servants are coming and he lost everything. So according to the story, the man stood up, tied his clothes, and he worshipped God. Say, God give it and God take it. And you cannot do this if you are not work with your internal words. If you are overly attached with your outside, the moment if you want to have something and that doesn't happen, it will mess up your internal words completely. You will begin to always feel inadequate because your internal world is not exists at all. So to find the balance is to use this opportunity to work with your internal world because time and time, uh, like Socrates put it, that there's a two tragedy in life. One tragedy is to not get the thing that you want. Another tragedy is to get what you want. So whatever you do, once your internal world is rich and, and you have do the work, you have comfortable with it, you have accept all your emotion and your mood and you let your mind at peace by working one by one with it, you begin to float even when your external world become unstable. It will not temper with your peace of mind. So, the irony of this particular podcast is 
you have two words and you have to know how to master both there's a world where you have complete and total control which is your internal world there's a world that you have no control you are just a participant of it as well you are co-hosting of it as well you have influence but you cannot control it and you have to ask yourself have you got this right and if you are not begin to look into your internal world as well and work yourself up from your internal world as much as Job's story is dramatic as much as Job's story is sad but the question is if at one point each one of us we experience lost we experience sadness we experience disappointment and setback but how do you react to it does it stay affecting your life many many years after the event because if it's still affecting your life how could you be more creative when your mind is stuck and troubled so this is why you have to work and make your world better because you need the two worlds you are not just if you're alive you cannot just function on your internal world you also need your external world but what i'm saying to you is that overly invest on your external world and ignore your internal world we create unnecessary unpleasant emotions and pain and suffering so i hope this podcast helps someone and if you have any question please write to me at info at lifeforlivingwell.info my name is richard i hope you have amazing week thank you